0: Welcome back to the Dingus Extremist Variety Hour. I'm Skim Beeble here with Dwight the Stone Jackson. Hi! Who are Dwight the Stone! <laughs> I'm glad you. Well, he who was soon as cast the first stone? Fuck yeah! <laughs> I'm glad you knew exactly who I was parading. <laughs>
1: like, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, but like, <laughs> like, if you go to Dollar Store and you. It's it's just macho man 10 years after WWE Still looking for a job I'm dollar store Vin Diesel Just imagine if Vin Diesel Was fat and with hair (laughs) Vin Diesel Diesel, Nah man you ain't Vin Diesel You regular at pump six (laughs) But we get five dollars On pump six That's what you are bitch
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god we need to make our fucking stupid ramblings into I think you, you were telling me about this earlier,
1: like an animated chore. Critique. Oh, yeah. Okay, so um, for those who don't know, there's a popular animation program that's used for a lot of things. It's used for some YouTube videos you might commonly see from people like the Russian Badger. Uh, it's used in a, I cannot express this enough, metric shit ton of pornography. But it's also used in a lot of other ways that are very educational and helpful. Mmm. And some of it's literally just shitposting, and that's some of my favorite shit. Like remember that Team Fortress 2 stuff I used to show you with all the wacko animations? Yeah. (laughs) Young man! Yeah. Oh (laughs) That one, that was made on Source Filmmaker, right? And I recently learned that it's actually oh shit, I can't remember if it was free or cheap. I remember regardless, I was astonished at how inexpensive it was. And it was at that point, after watching a few more Russian Badger videos, I was like, you know what? I really want to get into this. Because it seems like it would be a great platform for us to express these thoughts back and forth. But to have an animation that can actually show what we're thinking. Yeah. As opposed to just two guys sitting around a cell phone shooting the shit. Which, don't get me wrong, that's how it starts. But Harley Davidson started in a garage. This could be as big as we want it to. Jeff Bezos also... An Amazon out of his garage with a $300,000 loan from his parents. Hey, look, man, Jeff Bezos, he turned $300,000 into billions. Let's do. 200 two. billion. Alright, so let's do some rough math here. Uh, my phone is so shit, by the way, I actually had to download a calculator. Talking to you, Jeff Bezos, give me a hand here. Alright, so, 200 billion, you said? That sounds like a little bit high. He's almost a trillionaire at this point, All right, So I mean, he's eight hundred billion away from a trillion, but that's fucking right. All right, so he's got two hundred billion, right? That's but a lot of zeros. Divide that, right, by three hundred thousand. You say, yeah. eight. Three, three zero. Four. That would be like if I gave you a dollar and told you to turn it into $666,666. I give you $1 and you turn it into that. He had $300,000, he turned it into $200 billion. I do have a molecule of respect for the man for that one. I don't have a molecule left of respect for him for how he treats his low-end employees, but that's neither here nor there. I think every company so far that I've had the joy of working for treason low end employees like shit, but Same. Doesn't matter. I mean, there's a lot of points where sometimes it was just the job itself sucked. But I gotta give it to the man. The man is a mogul. He's done what he wanted to do. He went from selling textbooks to selling whatever the fuck he feels like. And <laughs> at some point he's gonna get a fucking Even people looking at you, way there. Damn, this guy fifteen thousand dollars, and you might get a sibling. Anyway,
0: so do you think that whole Wayfair conspiracy thing
1: actually was true? To me, it's just so goddamn far-fetched. Regardless, I don't want it to be, but I'd leave it to Ashton Kutcher to figure out more reliable Definitely said that one. Ashton Kutcher will figure it out if it is. That's right. One of the few people in Hollywood I have a a modicum of respect for, I actually respect a lot. He has done an amazing amount of good and saved an amazing amount of children.
0: Mm.
1: It shouldn't be a celebrity that has to do it, but you know what? At least it's someone who's on the front page. Sometimes. It's just he hasn't had enough sex scandals or a homosexual lover in order to actually make the front page for any tabloids. Oh no, he lives too clean of a life. Let's just not talk about him then. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So. So. I understand you have a hard-hitting question.
0: I do. Alright. What's your problem with Interview with Vampire Vampires?
1: What's your problem uh, with the Anne Rice? Anne Rice's books or the movies? Uh, either or. The vampires are just wrong. They oh. just... They, they don't... Okay, so, don't get me wrong. There's a, a thousand different ways you can slice a vampire. In every way you can imagine, they've been written differently from different people throughout the course of time. You have Twilight vampires, which I don't even want to call vampires, but technically speaking... Like they are vampires. I'll give them that. They're vampires. They're beasts of the night, supposedly. Because they, they stand out in daylight. Tinkle, 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 tinkle.
0: Then you have your 30 days of night vampires... Have you seen
1: those things? I have, yes. They're they're complete, feral abominations to both God man. That is that point (laughs) where they're coming in, and they're attacking, and I've sent 17 rounds of 45 ACP-based freedom at them, and they're not dropping. I'll just throw myself off the bridge. I'll save you guys the trouble. (laughs) Knowing my luck, I just, like, snap my back and survive, so they fish me out and eat me. But... (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I could shoot myself in the head and wind up with gangrene in my foot. That's how much luck I have. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. After some minor amputations, I'll be fine.
0: But okay, so what's your idea of what a vampire should be? All right. Basics
1: consume hemoglobin, red blood cells. Mm -hmm. Pretty simple, right? Allergic to God. That's just how I'm going to put that. Allergic to God. Basically, that's how I'm going to put that. The Curse of Vampirism was originally drawn by Satan as a form of, like, the double dip on a wish. I wish I was a great, now you have to eat everyone you love or you're going to die. Good luck. Jesus. And, <laughs> um, the whole viral vampirism thing. You what I'm talking about where it's actually a virus that turns, like, kills oh, a human 20 days later, kind of shit. Kind of, yeah. Those
0: some bitches are a big nope on a rope, alright? Yeah. Fuck that.
1: I don't agree with that. But let's keep it down to brass tacks why well, I don't like the Amorize vampires, right? Okay. I don't like them because they just... I loved Queen of the Damned. Fantastic idea. Fantastic thought that you have an ancestor to all the vampires. And that's been done before with Dracula and whatnot, yeah. right? And it, it breaks my heart to know that Aaliyah died not long after. And, you know, she. it was an amazing fucking idea the, the film did it wonderfully. They cast Lestat wrong. I'm sorry. Like, if they, they should have thrown down the big dollars to get Tom Cruise back as Lestat for that one. I feel that would have been a better move. Because he definitely would have been more of a hair metal star than a Bubba Sparks kind of rock star. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bubba Sparks. Dude, he was on the fucking official soundtrack. I owned... Uh, a copy of the official soundtrack. I used to listen to that thing. Uh, Dead Cell. I think it was the name of a Papa Roach song on there. I really liked it. Dead. That's what I'm thinking it was. But anyway. It's just... I didn't like... And you mentioned interview with the vampire. That one was... That one is my main beef. First off, this whole vampire order is going to attack you at a concert because you made yourself public... Okay, so let me get this straight. You need to tell me that the ancient order of vampires is going to punish a vampire that came out in public by coming out in public and attacking him. Well, see, that's not a vampire thing. That's a, that's. It's a storyline thing. But the thing is, is this the part that I'm agree with? her vampires is their organization. It's not so much what they are. It's it's a matter of how distinctly organized they are, but how they're willing to throw it away because one vampire went rogue. They don't have assassins. They don't have real deal. Fucking buckle up your belt, son. You're going for a So ride. you don't have a
0: problem with the vampires, like as I vampires. I have a problem with
1: how they decided to organize. There should have been no ancient order that's like, "Oh, you disgraced us by coming out into the into the light." Motherfucker! So you're going to come out into the light and prove he's right? Because no one had real proof he was a vampire. He even went out there to demonstrate that he's a vampire, and he knew they were going to attack him, and he was ready for them. If they'd never done it, you know what he looks like? He looks like a freakishly fast fast whack-nut. That's it. He looks like a nimrod doing a publicity stunt. (laughs) It looks like flare and a speck of dust, as far as I'm concerned. It could have just been easily... So you have a problem with the story, not, not the actual vampires as vampires. Okay, also, the vampires as vampires, honestly... Why would they do that to a little girl? I mean, going back to the other one. or uh, Not Queen of the Damned. Uh, the, 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 the actual interview with a vampire. Why would they do that to her? I get it. Oh no, it a little boy, this man. Felt so bad for this little girl that was dying. So he turned her. Did you not consider the consequences? How many, how, how many decades have you been a vampire? You haven't aged. And you thought that biting a prepubescent child would be a good idea. But again, I'm, I'm, stu- I'm concentrating uh, more on the story so and less on the...
0: As a rebuttal to that, the uh, Assassin's Guild in Skyrim, mm-hmm. uh, the little girl that's a vampire, but she's 200 years old.
1: Don't you dare make Lolly and die out of it, I swear to God. I'm not. I know, I'm just fucking with you. Uh, Someone probably already has anyway. roll 34. I-I thought I had a Rule 34 proof one, Soul Reaver. I mean, think about it, they're all skeleton ugly as fuck or incredibly overpowered. Dude, I was dead-ass wrong, apparently. People love to sexualize that. And that only came about in the last six years, I can guarantee it, because seven years ago, hanging out with a couple friends of mine, Rule 34 came up, I said, I've got the proof one. The one that is not Rule 34 We've looked up. Rule 34, Soul Reaver, Soul Reaver, X, Soul Reaver, Porn, Raziel, Porn, Kane, Porn. Nothing came up. I was like, told you motherfuckers. Last six years, they made a mock out of me. Just, just, <laughs> just fucked my day up. I tried to pull it up again in front of me. It's the big Brother, just man. And everything. And they're listening. Like, it's the
0: NRA making rule 34. It's fucking uh, Patriot Act by Bush. And fucking, they're they're allowed to fucking listen to shit. And their sole purpose is to make porn out of shit. Fucking... Tin hats
1: <laughs> Desk chairs, desk chairs, desk chairs. Love me some good desk chair porn. Mimic. They're pixin, I've seen it. Okay. Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> the treasure chest.
0: Uh, and there's also porn of people actually fucking furniture. It's weird. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> like did you know pillow humping is a thing? Yeah, I knew that was a thing. I've known mean, that was a thing forever. Yeah. I just don't understand the alert. Don't life. get me wrong. You I'm have to sleep on that. Pillow. I don't fuck pillows. I me, mean, I don't fuck pillows either. But, but you have again, to sleep you know, on that.
1: If you got a chosen lady, she's hot as fuck, and then she sends you a video of her fucking new pillow. Are you gonna throw the pillow away? No, but I'm not gonna sleep on it. Why? Because yeah, it's fucking wet. You gonna flip that fucker over and
0: sleep on it? Mmm, juicy. Anyway. I'm a texture bag. That's hot, but wash the fucking pillowcase.
1: <laughs> well, there <laughs> you go. Just wash the pillowcase. You'll still know.
0: Like, like I'm fapping in the office right now, but like, you know, like wash my shit.
1: <laughs>
0: Gets home, and lays down. Shit, I smell that. clam.
1: <laughs> <sighs> Chicken in the sea. Anyway, yeah, no, I have, I, I guess you're right. It's not really Anne Rice's vampires so much as her fucking storylines, like. Look, Look, let's be <laughs> real, Anne Rice,
0: a wonderful novelist.
1: Oh, yeah, fantastic author.
0: But she makes um, books for people in their late teens, early 20s. That's what like, I was when I read the Anne Rice books. I know, but she makes them for, like, explorers. And and rice books are for edge boards. It's so a kid can check it out of the library and be seen at school the next day with an rice like, novel. Like we're adults, so we're going to read Stephen
1: King. No, my or first, Edgar Allan Poe. The first Stephen King book I read was not actually Stephen King; it was Richard Bachman, his pen name, and it was The Girl That Loved Tom Gordon. To this day, I'm still not sure who loved who, or who Tom Gordon is but that little girl was a badass and she got lost in the woods she managed to she got attacked by wasps she got all sorts of fucked up things happened to her and she fought her way through it I don't know who the fuck Tom Gordon is I don't remember (laughs) but still that that book read me to Leading the Regulators another book by Richard Bachman and that was a good one about uh, a town that was being taken over by a demon and it would just basically go from person to person fuck with their life and then go to the next person and it eventually took over the whole town that way. Jesus. Yeah, it was good. Uh, Stephen King himself writes. Fuck you. Writes a lot of books that I think are just I wouldn't say unacceptable for children to read, but I would say you might want to. Stephen wait. King's the it. That again, I would not say that's unacceptable for a child to read. You know, I, w- I, I would. I think it begins there to teach them the differentiation, much like video games between fantasy and reality. Right? I mean, wasn't there like a 13-year-old orgy or some shit? Like,
0: that's why I'm saying. Next
1: time, tell you author a little more PG and a lot less 13. Yes. Yes, I understand that. But again, that that is where the differentiation has to be settled by the parents. You have to teach your kid. This is fantasy. This is not something you should want to happen. This is something that is happening in a world that does not exist. It is fictional. You should not... Be, this is not real. There's too many people out here that are playing Call of Duty and think they know shit about guns. Yeah, I'm still not gonna buy like my 12 year old. I would. Uncle <laughs> Tony's gonna fuck him up. Anyway.
0: <laughs> All right, so let's get to the to the meat and potatoes today.
1: Mm. Which is meat and potatoes? Here, Delicious. I have steak. No, uh... dude, they had a steak burn today. It's the cookout, but it's like steaks. And I would have went, but for two reasons. One, they charge you out of your paycheck if you go. Yeah, they buy the steak out of your paycheck. Like, what the fuck, really? And two, uh, I had a, it was kind of like a choice. It's either I get lunch here, and I stay here, or I get to go home for an hour and see my fiancé. What the fuck do you think I'm going to do? Yeah.
0: I'm
1: going to come home, eat some scrambled eggs, and hang out with my fiancé. Fuck yeah. Problem solved. Like, I mean, it, and it's literally four minutes away. Why would I not? Yeah. I get, oh, I get to hang out with, like, my favorite person in the world? Okay. Ha. Very funny. <laughs> you're not willing to touch my pee She will. <laughs> the fact she that you... will voluntarily touch my pee-pee. The fact that you're saying pee-pee.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's what's getting me. Peni. <laughs> Peni. <laughs> that's so... I've got two. The real one and the fake one. <laughs> the real ones for kids the fake ones for fun no I don't fuck kids with the real one anyway oh, Jesus Christ <laughs> I realize how that sounded I better clarify no I do not find children attractive sexually sorry <laughs> sorry to bust some bubbles there guys I'm not a pedophile in fact I definitely support the whole pedophiles get executed thing I support us uh, she's your local heroin dealer that's
0: your cool. band. <laughs> but, um, alright, so what we're doing today is we're doing something special. Like, we've been doing, like, 1v1 kind of things. Yeah. You know, like cage matches, fucking which animal would win in the kingdom versus which animal. Yeah. Today, we're doing Deadliest Warrior. Now, what Deadliest Warrior was, was it was this show oh, where yeah. they would pit. Uh, two different groups of people, such as like a ninja and a Spartan, mm-hmm. together and to see who would win. They even had a pirate versus knight, which was bad ass. Uh, right?
1: gangster versus cowboy.
0: Which the, I'm still salty about that one. The cowboy should have won.
1: No, gangster sent the time again. No, so- no, no. Gangsters at the time. Well,
0: no, 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 no. I'm not talking about the winning. That's not why I was salty. It's been so long since I've actually seen that episode because they canceled it for some stupid reason. Not enough people were interested as we were. Yeah. it was either like, like, man, yeah, this show's kind of okay, or like, you know, oh, oh I, love I love this, this show. show, and we were the oh, I love this, this show kind of people. Yeah, and but they canceled it. It was the stiletto knife versus the buoy knife. The motherfucker could throw the buoy. Yeah, he threw the bully and stuck the damn pig, right? And they said the stiletto was better because it can easily be concealed. Like, oh, I'm, f- fuck you.
1: We're in a fight. I don't care if you see my weapons. You can count on them being used against you.
0: Yeah, you can't throw a stiletto. You can, but what's it going to do? Like, ooh,
1: that scratched. Ow. Well, I don't know. It was a very thin, sharp blade that could pierce very easily. With a good throw, it might work. But the Bowie knife is heavier. It had power yep. behind it. If you chuck that fucker at someone, you're chucking, like, 11 ounces of steel at someone. Mm Mm-hmm. That thing's gonna hurt when it impacts. Even if you get hit with a handle, that's gonna fucking suck.
0: Alright, so how we're gonna do this is... Uh, we do teams, right? We can either do one of this and one of this, or five of this and five of this. Either way, the number has to be the same. Okay. Alright. Alright. So, I'm just gonna go first, and then we're gonna pick, you know, which team we think would win and why i'm going to go first with old school russian kgb oh yeah i got to beat versus the irish republican army 5 on 5 okay uh a old shipyard okay old abandoned shipyard full arsenal 5 on 5 full arsenal They have both of their full arsenals. Now, I'm not talking, obviously, like, you know, they have satellite drones. They're not calling other things, like, let me go ahead and call a helicopter in to fucking shoot the fucking bitches down, you know, like. We're talking, like, just what they could carry. KGB. KGB. Same here. Sorry. The only way I could see the Irish Republican Army winning is the uh, little fucking trip IEDs that they would have yeah and they would they would put it not in plain sight but they're KGB they're kind of expecting it
1: the only way I could see the IRA winning is if they had um, enough firepower to corner all the KGB agents at once and then they molotov them out molotovs are very very infamous amongst the IRA
0: now here's the thing what numbers do you think would uh, survive do you think it would be like three KGB? Survival? It would be
1: about three KGB, I would say, just because body armor. KGB always has body armor, and uh, they're one of the first national defense agencies that readily carry the five point seven liter or five point seven liter. Ha! The five point seven FN. That's an armor punching. Right. They carry an actual Hemi. <laughs> <laughs> I got six chain spark plugs, motherfucker! But, uh, Yeah, I'm
0: gonna go with actually, uh, three to zero. Because yeah. the IRA mostly had
1: guerrilla warfare and explosives. In a shipyard, there's not a lot of trees and not a lot of areas to blend in. There's a lot of areas to hide, though. But I'm also pretty sure that... I mean, it really depends on what you consider f- full armaments because KGB when, when, okay, so when it's like a special operations force for KGB like SWAT basically they're going in with AK-74s full body armor, ballistic helmets all the, all the goodies that a legal government can provide yeah versus the IRA sort of being able to scrap what they've either bought from other people or <laughs> bought from Russia or stolen from other people
0: now I have a question Answer. which is the actual what inspired you know this particular matchup? how come Irish people and Russian people don't get along or is that just like a Hollywood
1: movie I think that might be a Hollywood movie thing but it might also have to do with Catholicism the Irish are primarily Catholics or Protestant Russians just don't like Catholics I didn't know that okay no just Russia and Italy don't exactly along either. Huh? Russia and Italy don't exactly get along either these days. Look at you, Mussolini. You did that. That's on you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Alright,
0: so go ahead and give me,
1: uh, your deadly sword thing. We'll, well, we'll stick to five here. Five Navajo wind talkers. The World War II agents. Right? Okay, you're busting out some shit. Five Canadian Mounties. Oh, the Mounties are something fierce. Mm-hmm. The guys, they know what the. It fuck all do. depends
0: to me on what's the landscape. Landscape, forested area. Navajo. No, Mounties. Oh. I'm gonna go with Mounties. You're gonna go with Mounties, but it's gonna be like like one Mountie left.
1: I chose it mm, makes sense. I chose the Navajo with uh, four left. <laughs> All right. Why? First off, camouflage. What do mounties wear? Oh shit! You're right.
0: Right. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna
1: change mine. And oh, you bitch! <laughs>
0: I forgot about the fucking camo. I'm going to change mine. I'm gonna agree with you, but I'm gonna go with
1: uh, two left over. The fact that the wind talkers were allowed to assimilate into the military to use their unique language that sounded. Oriental as shit, but wasn't quite. And they were able to pass on messages that even the Japanese couldn't translate. Mm-hmm. For instance, uh, in the movie when Talk was with Nicolas Cage, they make an example. What would this is a tank? It is slow moving and heavily armored. What would you use to describe something that is slow and heavily armored? Well, the Navajo word they used was turtle, and that's perfect. It makes clear sense, and even if. A Japanese man could somehow manage to crack the Navajo language and translate it to talk about turtles and eagles and shit. Turtles, eagles, hawks, falcons, they use a lot of birds. Um, and fucking, like, I think they use ants and spiders for different types of platoons and shit. Yeah, it's cool as shit. That's beside the point. The fact is that they were allowed to maintain their traditional combat practices, such as knife use, uh, tomahawk use, things like that, as well as they were outfitted with the best that the U.S. military could provide them. Tommy guns, Garands, 1903 springfields, things like that. Yeah. So I believe in terms of superior weaponry, that might would go to the Mounties. But based on the fact that The Navajo were, the Wintalkers were already (coughs) so comfortable with what they had, and they had extra to use in an odd circumstance, I feel the Navajo would win outright. And I say four and not five to zero just because one, one of the Mounties, the Mounties are good shots. They have the traditional marksmanship courses they have to take annually. Actually, I think it's semi annually. They have to take it every six months. And they have to score purpose scores. That being said, the Mounties wouldn't be as used to handling an armed threat. Gun laws. Gun laws in Canada suck. Like, there's people who have houses in America but live in Canada because they want to own guns. So they store yeah. them in a house in America. So, yeah. I got the Windtalkers. Yeah, same. Yeah, it was kind of one-sided. I probably should have picked something better. But I figured Canadian Mounties would be good. Yeah. It was either that or uh, Pure blooded Apaches, but again, fuck, the reason why we were even able to slow down the Native Americans after we started deciding to, like, own their land is because we had superior firepower, and that was a lever-action rifle. Yeah. They didn't have guns. Huh. Oh, no, they stole guns off of the white men, and that's how they killed uh, Custer. Yeah, basically, Custer had Springfield trapdoors, but... 5070s and 4570s and shit. Native Americans have stolen enough lever action in 1873 Winchester to be a real threat. And with those lever actions, they took the hill from Custer and killed that coward where Alright, so
0: I'm going to do 1v1 on this one. And it's on just a beach. No cover, no nothing. Samurai. Okay. Versus knight. I'm going to go knight. To
1: and be the devil's advocate, I'll go samurai. Just because I'm not sure. I know in Fort Honor, I always won as a knight. But at the same time, the samurai had a different style and a different... Code. And I'm pretty sure anyone that was decent with a samurai, if they went up against me, they would have kicked my ass. I'm going to go-knight because they have better
0: armor. Has nothing to do with tactics. Has nothing. Hold on. Go on, I'm just making this face for you. Why? Why? I'm gonna go-knight, man. Because it's the fucking armor.
1: Layers, bitch. More protected, bitch. It was- no, it was still plated armor, but it was clay plated armor that the Samurais wore. And it was in fucking layers. The first layer would easily slow down the incoming attack. The second layer would actually stop it. And if not, the third layer would stop it. And if it reached all the way down to the third layer, there was a chance that the weapon could bind up on the Samurai armor. Medieval armor, A, it was kind of shitty. If a, if a steel-tipped arrow can punch through your armor, your armor's kind of shitty. That's why they had chainmail underneath the armor, because that plate yeah. would take a puncture. Yeah. It was harder to puncture steel uh, chainmail, but the plate would take a puncture. But the thing is, is if an arrow tip can punch through the armor, there's nothing going to stop that fucking hammer-forged Damascus from eating through that shit. Well, yeah, but they're wearing chainmail. Tonight... Yeah, chainmail. Chain yeah, but the thing huh. is, is chainmail stops against mainly slashes. Yeah, it doesn't do so well against punctures. The only reason it would stop an arrow is because the arrow would be slowed down by going through the steel, right? On top of the fact that it was harder for weapons to get bound up on the steel armor because it was only one layer. So even if you went through a punk, if you went for a puncture, right, and you got stopped by the steel the chain steel you could still pull through and manage to cut that shit open like it's a p38 in a 10 can that being said knights had heavier weapons heavier weapons even if not able to penetrate through the armor the first strike wouldn't be terribly hard to dislodge and to go for a second strike Uh, the second strike would surely chip away at it and it would begin to whittle down to who's got more stamina and who's got more balance That's where I give it all to the samurai. Stamina and balance without fail. I don't know, I think knights had more stamina. Didn't have the balance for shit, and... Samurai more often ran on foot. Everywhere. Knights have horseback. Samurai had horses. In fact, they were very proficient at launching arrows from horses. Okay. So... I vote samurai. You vote knights. I vote knights. I will agree to disagree. Alright, so
0: give me the deadliest warrior.
1: Alright. Thinking. One on one. Ooh. In their prime. Shaka Zulu.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Versus Tantanka Iyotaki.
0: I have no idea who the fuck that is. Sitting bull. Sitting Bull
1: Sitting Bull I agree But for this sake Shaka's- Shaka
0: Zulu Was wonderful Tactician When it comes to Multiple people
1: Oh supposedly He was a fantastic Fucking our, uh Combatant himself That's how he got The title of chief King Excuse me Chief I'll say king He
0: was king He was king <laughs> But uh Yeah uh, I'm just gonna go Sitting Bull Cause he was smarter I'm not saying Shaka Zulu wasn't smart.
1: I'm just saying sitting bull was fucking. I'll say Shaka Zulu for two reasons. One, there's an actual spear named after him. The Shaka spear. All right, that's pretty fucking dope. It's got about a three foot handle, instead of like your normal super long spears. Yep. It's got a three foot handle and a curved handle on the end for rapid downswings like that with more torque to them. As well as the blade was about yay thick tapered down to a point on all edges and was only, like, that long. Because that's all you needed to cut someone's head off.
0: Are you talking about the Kopesh?
1: No. No, no, not, not the Kopesh. The Kopesh, it comes up a little bit as a blade yeah. and it hooks over. No, Yeah, that I'm is my about, favorite damn sword. I'm talking about the Shaka Spear. On top of that, he named his fucking club. He had a stick with a rock on the end of it named Iwisa. And Iwisa was a terrifying bitch. <laughs> that's awesome. Dunk. <laughs> Basically. Do you know why Sitting Bull would win? Hmm. He had guns. <laughs> he had guns. I mean, yeah. Okay, so, like... Now, in a fist fight, I would have to probably say Shaka would win. Yeah, I'd go, I would go with Shaka. Because Shaka was a, a king in Africa, all right? Africa is one of the continents that's kind of like Australia. If it lives there, it's probably designed to kill you. And he thrived there. As well as being a very, very competent tactician, military, and uh, a very powerful political figure. Like, people obeyed him because they loved him, not because they felt like they had to. Uh, sitting Bull wasn't necessarily... Alright, so where's the landscape on this one? A plane. I would say a pretty flat plane. I want a good fight between them. Uh, I'm I'm comparing more tactics in combat than you know, hiding around and waiting for someone to get a drop shot. All right. Like the wind talkers one. Admittedly, you put mounties and wind talkers in a field, it might be a little bit different story, but I gave them both their favorite terrain, forested areas. In this case, I'm giving them both their favorite terrain, long stretching fields. And at that point I have to give it to if not Shaka, Uisa <laughs> Dunk. <laughs> <laughs> and just dunk congratulations achievement unlocked bunk. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a point where SFM would come up great because I would have a little like Xbox achievement award and it would be bunk in a picture of Lisa see that's worth like five gamer coins right there alright so I'm gonna go
0: I, I'm kind of on an Asian thing so I'm gonna go double Asian on this next one <laughs> Please. The landscape is a plains with farmland on it.
1: So like, there's cows and shit. There's cows and shit. In this there's a barn. we're old, talking. Man, old, there's an old rusty fuck wondering what the hell these people were doing on his farm
0: <laughs> We're talking what? old school farm. We're talking like before guns.
1: Atheists. No, not atheists. <laughs> a- atheists. The, op- the opposite of atheists. Amish.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
1: Okay, so an Amish run line.
0: Buddhist monk versus
1: ninja. Five on five. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, well, I have a problem with that, and I'll explain that to you. It's a draw. Technically, a monk victory. It's a draw. Oh, you're going poison, aren't you? Nope. No. It's a monk victory. You know why? Why? Monks lived peaceful lives. But they could hold their own ninjas or assassins sent by political parties. Okay. Who's gonna go to war with the most peaceful fuckers there? Now, if you said English military on the other hand, oh yeah, English military all day, but if it's monks yeah, that's right, I just called them a bunch of bloodthirsty pl- fucks. If it's monks versus ninjas, I believe that the peace of the monks would ultimately bring the ninjas to a section of peace themselves, anyway fight. Now, if we had to go toe-to-toe, like it absolutely had to happen, it's going to be ninjas. One of them specifically trained in the art of killing, and the other one's is Buddhist monks. That so Buddhist, monk, Buddhist monks are trained in the art of disable. They always believe that their enemy can be healed, both physically and spiritually.
0: Okay, I am going to go ninja as well for that reason but god i want monks
1: to win <laughs> yeah, but, but, <laughs> like don't get me wrong like an actual like a tomb practicing buddhist monk yeah if such were to exist would absolutely crush hand-to-hand a ninja but at the same time ninjas always fought with advantage if the advantage was stealth in the middle of the night they took it if the advantage was bringing blades to a fist fight they brought it if it was even distraction with smoke bombs and other pellets that would in- explode on impact, they'd bring it. So Shuriken, they... for fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah, Shuriken. My official opinion, it would be the ninjas, but my underspoken opinion would be a month victory through peace. And that is the best victory any of us can hope to attain. Oh, God. Pay attention, listeners. Live through peace. Unless they're a pedophile. Or a heroine. Seller. Or heroin dealer. Dealer. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes rageful problems require rageful solutions. But peace is the best way to live your life. Man, five years ago, I'd have called me a bitch.
0: (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) All right. So, yeah.
1: Go ahead and give me one. All right. I'll give you one more. But then i got a side topic I want to talk about. Right. So. In their prime. Ooh. All right. I'm going to pick one from uh, the swamps of Louisiana and one from the Nile. North American alligator versus the Nile crocodile. Oh, shit, who's going to win? Just let me preface this by saying I love the fact that alligators and crocodiles I mean, have like, not evolved to know how to chew in favor of just slam dunking the fuck out of whatever they grab. <laughs> I <I'm>... mean <laughs> rule. Uh okay so
0: like one you had me confused two you're cheating because you're using animals we already did that podcast no crocodile and versus three, three crocodile would win because they're
1: bigger and stronger bullshit they're bigger and stronger my fucking left foot have you seen a Louisiana swamp gator fuck that I ain't never been to Louisiana or to the Nile have you been to the Nile sir I have not sir? been to the Nile but I can attest. I To my own personal fear of the Louisiana North American (laughs) alligator. All right, give me another actual... All right, fine, (laughs) fine, fine, fine. All right, so it is a squadron. All right, talking large scale, going to twenty. Okay, both. Uh, North Korean Special Forces or second graders in the United States of America. Who's going to win? Bruh. Alright,
0: fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Alright, are right, fine. Or fine, second fine. graders. But We'll do this. Three on three. It's a small <laughs> battle, right? Okay. Dutch Special Forces versus Spetsnaz. Oh my God! Fuck you. you! You seen the fucking shroud of the Dutch special forces and the fucking Yo, the I was Danish actually, frog. I saw and shit.
0: this. I saw the meme and what you're talking about—the yeah. fucking actual picture of what they look like. That's it's terrifying. It's fucking terrifying. And
1: so, like, I looked them up, and they're terrifying. It gets even better if you try to find out any personal information about any of them. Their names are not known. Their height is redacted. Their weight is redacted. Their eye color is redacted. Their hair color. They literally don't exist officially. (laughs) Everything about them is black-markered and redacted. Okay,
0: so... (laughs) Like, Dutch Special Forces, period. Period. A more fair thing would be Dutch Special Forces versus MARSOC that
1: would, that would be more fair. That's not fair at all. Are you shitting me? No. no. You can't put you can't put a known special forces regime up against Marsock. Dude, they send in Marsok when sending a nuke is too merciful. All right. No, you just can't. It's not a fair comparison. It's like that's like comparing a magnifying glass to this anthill. <laughs> Dutch special forces versus Delta Force.
0: Would, would that be more fair? Even though Delta, Delta Force is more spec off more undercover of night kind of. Okay, like, Delta, Delta
1: Force work. I would say as far as like a borderline equivalent. I mean, it, I'm probably gonna hurt some ass here. I would say a, a, a more fair fight would be Rangers. Yeah, you know, the Not whole the idea seals? Of Rangers lead the way. No, Seals is it's overpowered. Like like in my, in my chain of command, it's Marsoc and then Seals, right? Like, I mean, who killed Bin Laden? Not the Dutch Special Forces. Not the Dutch Special (laughs) Forces. The knock is gonna knock on my door and knock my shit into next month, though. (laughs) What are you talking about Dutch Special Forces (laughs) for? That was Irish. All you hear from the hallway is the distinct sound of wooden shoes coming down the hallway. (laughs) Because the Dutch made the clogs and shit. God...
0: (laughs) (laughs) We wanted to hear you coming.
1: <laughs> you had to hear us coming to properly fear yourself. <laughs> God. So, um. All right. Who do you think is the most Dutch special forces versus Spetsnaz? rather. that's my that's my official go though, because I I think that I'm I'm gonna go with Dutch
0: special forces just because, like, yeah, Spetsnaz is terrifying. They are.
1: are we, we're doing three on three, right? Three on three. Ooh. What, here's what, the thing. Everyone knows everyone else is there. Okay, so what's the landscape? It, it, it landscape is going to be a suburb. Basically, there's a roving patrol of three Spetsnaz units. Are we talking there, just so? a normal-ass suburb? Are we talking this modern sh- warfare suburb? This or are we talking talk- street right here. Oh, what we're on right now? The Spetsnaz are coming down the street. Yeah, and they are cool. fully aware that located somewhere on this street are three Dutch special force operators. And there's still people here, right? And there's still people here. That's so why I say Spetsnaz. I'm gonna go Dutch
0: special forces for a weird reason. <clears throat> because while the Spetsnaz has no problem killing civilians, Dutch special forces do. And while the Spetsnaz are distracted. You know, with the civilians, the Dutch Special Forces will take advantage of that.
1: See, I think the same thing but the other way around. I think that the Dutch are going to be too concerned about preserving the other lives in the area to the point where they're going to put themselves at excess risk. And you know how Russians deal with hostage situations. There's no hostage situation if there's no hostage! I'm just kidding. They actually haven't done that in year. Please don't kill me, Vladimir Putin. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But I believe the Spetsnaz uh, would be the victors. The victors. The victors. I'm going to go with the special forces. The frogmen. The frogmen. Them terrifying fucks. Oh my god.
0: Who do you think is the most... Okay, well, I can't ask that this question without asking this first question. Do you think there's special forces... That are so secretive that no one knows they exist.
1: Yeah, Black Ops. I believe in that. I wholeheartedly believe in that. I believe the world turns only because certain governments allow us to live through it. Okay, when you have something as serious as mutually assured destruction, that's an agreement between two literal world superpowers that if you blow our shit up, we're gonna blow all of your shit up before we die, right? In a world like that, that we live in, there's a lot more going on behind the curtains that neither you, me, or the two people listening to us i Nicole. You're one of them. The two people listening that are definitely going to understand, right? That there's a lot more than you or I are going to know that's going on.
0: So let let's say uh, America has a force called the
1: Specs. Right. Let's mm-hmm. just put a random generic name on that. Okay. Right. English, have got Task Force One Forty One.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, no one knows they exist except like the president the, you know, chief of security
1: or whatever. Oh, President, don't even know dude, are you shitting me? That man would blabber immediately. We have a very special team on assignment. Any minute they're gonna take down China. Any minute. Much like my taxes. Anyway.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you think there's military technology that... I mean, I, I know the uh, obvious answer is going to be yes, but there's military technology that mm, I can guarantee you
1: 99.99999% of the population does not know about. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. no. I, I, I understand that to be a fact. I believe, I personally believe there's a satellite in space with nuclear warheads on it. I believe that. Like, Undeniably, wholeheartedly, you ask me if there's something in space that could blow us all to shit in a matter of minutes. Yeah, about six minutes total, and the world would be ruined. Fallout for everyone. I believe that. I also believe that uh, right now it's sitting up there with technology that's been deactivated since the 70s. Yeah, it just sits up there. It's solar-powered. Because we've had that capability since before we landed on the moon to make something that was appropriately solar powered. See also the uh the the moon moon rover solar powered. And we had that in what, the sixties? Yeah. I believe that satellite's out there. Whole when do from. you when do you think the actual technological boom happened? Ooh. Um like, after not talking the aliens about... crashed in Roswell. Yeah, I believe that too. I was going
0: back further. I was going That was a text message. Um like I was gonna go back further, like the
1: tens and twenties. Oh, 1910 and nineteen twenty. Yeah, I'm yeah, talking the industrial revolution kicked on. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about the actual like when we started finding out that there was more to things than like, like like you know there's actually electricity and and shit like you can make television and radio and shit like that
1: like, see I, I you know I'm, what I mean yeah I love that idea um, let me explain a, a little brief premise of fallout. The video game series. Fallout is based in a world where the human advancement did not begin into the microchip era like we have with our cell phones. We had
0: Tesla coils and
1: shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, we didn't have.
0: Basically, Nikola Tesla won. <laughs>
1: yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. Except, um, a big thing that I hope you notice if you ever play Fallout 4 to completion, there's an alien crash. You go oh, there. Oh, yeah. You go there, you jack his shit, you fuck him up. And one of the first things you get is a microprocessor. That is not the standing foundation for my support over aliens Mm -hmm. crashing in in, uh, Roswell, and suddenly we have like amazing technology, no, no. My basis for that is the fact that a room full of vacuum tubes could calculate one plus one equals two sometimes. I now have a composite of literally the world's known information sitting in the palm of my fucking hand. Yeah. And humans invented that? You're full of shit. We went from magnetic cassette tapes, right? For, uh, first for just sound, later on for video, right? Two thin pieces of plastic shaped like a disc, read by a fucking laser. Oh, and humans invented that. My nutsack. My nutsack enlarged tenfold. Is, is this the side thing that you were. Well, no, my side thing is birds. I want to talk about birds in a minute. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're talking about... Okay, most birds aren't real, but the ones that are real are not pigeons. Anyway. <laughs> but, um, birds are not real. It's a conspiracy. Do you, do you have a whole lot of pigeons by your house? No. You know why? We live in inland Florida. Well, that, one. And two, it's hard to get cell service out there. And three, air traffic control. And my favorite, number four, you have a lot of cigarette butts on your porch. Pigeons are cigarette butt cleaners. That's right, pigeons are a conspiracy with big tobacco and the government. There's people that believe that. Oh, yeah, those nuts. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway uh, back to it though, yeah, I believe that aliens, uh, extraterrestrial life, is a reason we have such advanced technology. Do you think uh, extraterrestrial life... Exists? No,
0: well, duh, they exist. It's not. It's not. Do you think that... They do exist. The
1: universe is infinite and ever-expanding. For fuck's sake, there's got to be something else.
0: Do you think extraterrestrial life is actually what's controlling America?
1: Controlling? uh, The world. The world? No. I believe that one alien accidentally crashed... I literally, I'm saying one alien crashed. I don't believe aliens built the pyramids. I believe that that was the the sweat and labor of Jewish Mulders. That's what it was. But I do believe that an alien got fucked up, got a little too close into orbit, couldn't quite pull out of it, and crashed. I, I believe that. If nothing else, because I want to. But I also believe that extraterrestrials are literally watching Earth. Like it's a, a, a bad sci-fi movie. And they're watching how fucking stupid we are fighting and killing each other over creatures that died. At a time, for them, that was observable. They literally watched the Earth get destroyed. And they're like, ooh, And then as time has gone on, they watched, you know, all the other creatures come to be however the fuck So you they think happen. we're just one big sitcom for aliens? It's more like if you were watching a bunch of cows play in the mud at the end of the day you're just gonna scrub them and eat them
0: that's morbid as shit
1: look man why do you think aliens don't show themselves to us because we all we all, we as a society exists on one of two principles if we can't control it destroy it and if we can control it profit from it we live for the wrong reasons and I know that sounds fucked up, but that's like, oh, that's really vague and faux. Uh, f- it's a faux deep thought. It's, a, it's as deep as, you know, a fucking a drop of water on a flat floor. No. What I mean is, we're too busy fighting each other over things that everyone should have access to A. Water, with me, you, Nestle. And we're too busy with the few powerful trying to dominate the masses. We're too busy, like, out of here fighting each other over the fact that we have different colored skin. Don't get me wrong, I think that it's a Star Trek level of GT exploration that's really going to pull humanity together as a whole. But I don't know how we're going to end certain horrible things that just keep happening. Kids being fucked. Puppies being drowned. People being beaten on the streets just because they, they don't agree with what you say. Do I want to vote for a toupee or a rapist? I don't fucking know. I want toupee or a rapist? I want to vote for neither. Joe Jorgensen 2020. Joe Jorgensen 2020. Then like, do it. Then vote. I plan on it, but the, 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 this is beside the point. The point <laughs> is, is that humanity should be coming together as a whole. I agree. Like, like, don't get me wrong. In a utopia, someone's still going to have to scrub I the like how we toilets. went from deadliest warrior to humanity should come together as a
0: whole. <laughs> I mean,
1: again, <laughs> even in a utopia, someone has to scrub the toilets. But I believe the man that scrubbed the toilets and the man that sits in the director's chair should be making similar pay. You know why? I bet that director doesn't want to roll his fucking sleeves up and scrub that toilet. I bet he wants to do that, even less than the janitor wants to make a decision for the company. Alright, we got five minutes left. Let's talk about birds. Why do you want to talk
0: about birds? What's, what's, what's... Oh, still yeah. so,
1: okay. I saw a picture today that is adorable, and the story behind it was that this man, he, his uncle has a macaw, and this macaw, macaw. was gr- grumpy, grouchy, didn't really like anyone, and it took so long, but the macaw... Finally decided to like nest up on his shoulder and curl up and all that and show affection Bird brains am like this human brains am like this. Yeah, why can't humans get along like that? I'm grouchy. I'm grumpy eventually. I'll love you right whereas bird brain am like this was able to do it in a span of a few years And he's just bird. don't even speak English doesn't even have a, 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 a value system like humans have, where, like, oh, if I give you money, you're more likely to like me. It's bird. Bird don't give shit. Bird eats seed, shit in cage. Bird. Right? Bird. But this macaw is just so sweet. And I, I was thinking about it, and it's like, man, I remember when I was a kid, the coolest job in the world? Astronaut, policeman, fireman, whatever. Nah, man, I wanted to be a falconist. I wanted to teach birds to hunt shit it's badass and like me because bird and then i found out I'm allergic to birds you're allergic to birds still eat chicken i'm allergic to feathers yeah like definitely allergic to feathers definitely allergic to feathers yeah doesn't matter it's kind of like cats i just love i, I dude used to remember back in the flea market they always had birds in cages and shit like that you can yeah. walk up and like talk to them and all that and, yeah Right. There was another macaw that I happened to favor. I didn't know his name, but he was there. He, he was in the bird pet store, but he was not for sale. He was the owner's bird. Yeah. And I remember watching him close, and he would just open the cage and hold out a whole hand, and this thing, big-ass claws, would just walk onto his hand, and he'd put a thumb over his feet and close the cage. And the bird was like, oh, close, cage closed. Okay, okay. And they would just chill while the male walked to his truck and put him in the. It's a crew cab, like it was like a diesel, uh, a diesel thirty five hundred uh, Ram, yeah. right? And they would open the back door and it's just another cage. Put this big fucking cage in the back of his truck and would just set him on the little stand, close the door, and then roll down the windows, which were caged. Like that dude loved his bird so much, he turned his truck into a bird transport, like a comfortable ass bird transport, which. If I remember correctly, had rear AC. That's awesome. because are cool as shit. I've always thought that uh, birds of prey were cool. Like eagles, falcons, hawks, um, even certain sparrows. Uh, of course, like every other fucking emo, goth scene, whatever, fucking. A kid that ran Anne Rice. I liked ravens and shit like that. I, I really like crows. Crows are dope. Like, I used to, I mean, I didn't have the time to befriend the crows at Our Nation, but I would occasionally, like, buy saltine crackers at the Walmart right up the road, crush them up, and just chuck them. Just, like, crush, crush, throw a few down. Crush, crush, throw a few. And I'd see the birds eating it, but i i I never got any shinies or anything. But I didn't do it for shinies. I did it because they were cool as fuck. They're just birds. What do birds do, aside from, I mean, no, don't get me wrong. jays and blue jays? Fuck them assholes. Fuck those dudes, right? Like you're not, you're not even, you're not even meaning to be in their area, and they're just like, hey, you want some, bruh? You want some, mate? I'll fucking give it to you. Yeah, they, they just, they don't play nice. They're like Australian birds. Well, no, I think Australian birds are a lot nicer than those birds. That's regardless. Oh, and then mocking jays make nests on the fucking ground. Are you shitting me, bro? They're like, you make you, it it's on the ground. And then of course they sit there and like ah, ah. every time you get close, it's like well, dude, it's not my fault. I'm mowing a lawn. You're on my
0: lawn. I haven't said anything for two minutes. You just went off about birds. I love birds.
1: <laughs> I love birds, dude, they're fucking dope.
0: Think about it. I like Their sharks. bones are hollow so they can fly. I didn't know that. Yeah, the bones are
1: hollow, dude. That's, That's awesome. why they're so light. Huh. And that's why chickens don't fly. Good call. They got them dent head bones, and that's also a lie. Chickens can fly; they just fly in short bursts. In short bursts. That was terrible. You should feel bad. It was too many s s d t s d t s. -S (laughs) 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 Just sounds like you're having
0: a seizure over there. And speaking of (laughs) seizures. (laughs) Speaking of fucking seizure We have five seconds left I'm Skim Beeble